I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. HighCity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. Hey guys, it's Anna. And Matt. And welcome to our Love Island Season 3 Recaps. Where we'll be unpacking all the villa action and keeping you up to date on all the drama. Things are about to get very juicy in here. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Okay, Anna, so this week has started off with Aaron had enough of Jess's shit. Mm. Two bombs crash a boy's pampering day and we see our boy Benny leave. Unfortunately left myself and millions of girls across Australia heartbroken. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, it's been a jam-packed week. Ben has left. We're all very sad about that. Didn't get a fair chance. No, he didn't. And it's really sad to see him go. We then see Aaron make a speech saying that he's leaving. And then as he's packing his stuff, we see Jess follow him into the bedroom and say, I don't want you to go. Aaron's like, you're fucking with my head. What is going on? How are you feeling about this? Like I said the last episode, it's a problem where no one was acknowledging anyone's feelings and how the other one felt, and it just spiraled. I've got myself caught in these sort of arguments before, Mm. and it just needs to end. They're both trying to almost win an argument where they just have to just say, okay, this isn't going anywhere. Let's nip it in the bud. Quit while we're ahead. Let dead dogs lay and just move on. (laughs) Look, I feel like Aaron really acknowledged where Jess was coming from, he wanted to resolve it. She wouldn't do it. He felt like there was no room for him to move. He felt mm-hmm. like his only option was to leave. And the moment that he's through in the towel, she's come crawling back. That's toxic. That is toxic. Look, Aaron is a bigger man than me. We both know that I can't leave. I want to fucking resolve that right there. So what we think is him leaving leads to him just having a night in the hideaway. Yeah, so he ends up saying that he's going to think on it. He spends a night in the hideaway, wakes up in the morning with a clear head. And because Jess has kind of come crawling back, and has said that she still really cares about him, he has decided to stay, Matt. Let's move on to Taku, Matt. He has told Michaela there just isn't a spark there and they are no longer together. And Michaela fires back saying, that's fine, we're done. What the fuck is the go with this? I am so confused. I thought they were good, then they're not, and now they're not good. I don't know. I'm so uninvested in their whatever it is. Yeah, It's such, lost me. There's such a push-pull dynamic, and it's hard to follow. And because we don't get to see a lot of them, we're getting whiplash from all of the changes and feelings. So we're just going to put that one to the side and move on to talking about the two new girls who come into the villa when the boys are having a little pamper day. I mean, it was very funny to see the boys' reactions <laughs> when the two girls walked in. They were just having some real serious bro time. Yeah. 
And that was the cucumbers coming out of Aaron's eyes. Quick smile. That did make me <laughs> laugh. That did. That was that was a quite funny. Good on the producers for that one. I thought that was perfect timing to bring those bombs in when they did. Mm, so we have J21 from the Sunshine Coast and we have Eliza26 from Brisbane. Matt, if you were sitting in the villa, what would your initial thoughts be of those girls? Uh, Eliza, yeah. I could see myself. Jade, obviously, first impressions, there was something not there for me. But Eliza, she definitely, she, I could see myself maybe getting to know her. It depends how happy in my coupling I was. Yeah, I mean, look, I thought that they were both drop-dead gorgeous. They're both bringing different things to the table. I thought the boys were very lucky in there to get given those two bombs so late in the game. I feel like, I don't know if I'm doing my maths wrong, but I feel like the guys always get more girl bombs than the girls get bomb guys. Am I right or am I just imagining this? Are you blaming the producers for this or are you blaming the quality of men out in Australia for this, Anna? What what one are you blaming? I mean, look, I just feel like the Love Island producers don't exactly deliver that well on the bombs. Like, yes, all the bombs, I'm happy with them. Like, Hugh's great and Mitch is great and all of the guy bombs. But I just feel like two at the very last minute, like, you know. It is Bro Island. We all know that. It is Bro Island and we see it season after season. But moving on, the girls come in and they say they are both interested in Aaron, which is very interesting timing considering Jess and Aaron's little issues. But Jade says she's also interested in Taku and Eliza says she's interested in Noah. Okay, so let's see where they go. Who has chats with who? So all Islanders must report to the fire pit. They all go and we see a dumping of the weakest couple voted by fellow Islanders. Mm. Who did you think it was going to be? Look, I was hoping it was Ryan. I was going to be sad for Taylor, but I definitely thought it was between Taku and Michaela and Ryan and Taylor, and that is who it came down to. But in the end, we got left on a cliffhanger, so we're going to have to jump into the next episode to find out. Okay, Matt, in this episode, we see Zoe and Chris go on a very cute date. We have the smooth operator challenge. Noah is caught in a love triangle between Courtney and Jade and Ryan and Taylor get dumped from the island. Let's jump in. All right, so we start off with Ryan and Taylor getting dumped by fellow islanders. Mm, What's your thoughts on that? Ryan had to go. Taylor wasn't interested. They were definitely the weakest couple. But what we were speaking about before was hilarious was their exit interviews. Oh, my God, Nat. This guy, he was like telling the producers we can see what if it's going to work on the outside with no pressure. We're like, Ryan, you've been dumped in friend zone like four times. Get the hint. How far away do you reckon they were from each other? Do you reckon he could hear her exit interview or he went first and didn't hear hers? No, I think, I think they were standing together. She was like, I don't want you to get your hopes up. Oh, were they standing next to I'm, Yeah, they were standing together. And she, oh. He was getting pied for like a fourth time. I'm like, dude, like get the message. Look, I have persistency, but brother, you take it to another level. Good on you. I'll give you a pat on the back for that. Okay, Matt, we need to talk about Courtney. She's coming across really bad at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think I've 
said it from the start. I'm not really a fan of Courtney. Like I, I think I said, apologize if you're a friends or a family listening, but I just was never really about her. I found something about it. Not to give me the ick. If you want to know what the ick is, go back and listen to the first <laughs> season. But it was just something that just, I didn't really about it. I just, I just don't know what it was. Yeah. There's definitely like a disconnect from like the audience and Courtney. She's a huge role and a major part of the villa, but there's just something that people aren't connecting with, with her. I really feel like she just wants to stay in the villa and she's trying to do whatever she can to do in there. Yeah, and look, she's coming across a little bit bitchy to the new girls, which we don't like. Mm -hmm. She even said, benches, if we're sitting on, you've been here for one day. She's very territorial, not very welcoming, and, you know, she's – Kind of rude as well to some people. Well, she hasn't been a bomb. She was an OG, so she doesn't know how confronting it is to walk into that place. So she doesn't understand how intimidating they are and she should probably ease up on the bombs. Yeah, I think it's time for a little bit of empathy from Courtney because it's, you know, it is hard to be in those positions. No one wants to be in those positions. Everyone applied for Love Island. We're all just trying our best, you know, like give these girls like a bit of a break. You're not better than anyone because you're in the OG squad, Courtney. All right, so before we move on from this night, I really want to bring up a conversation between Aaron and Jess they had at the end of the bed. Yes. Aaron says something like, I hate crying. It is bad for your skin. In which Jess returned with saying, if you store it in, you'll get fat because of the souls. Anna, I found that so <laughs> funny. I was like, if this isn't Love Island, I don't know what is. That was TV gold moments right there. I was literally pissing myself laughing. And in such a sad moment where Aaron's getting really upset because Ryan's leaving, it was just that little bit of comic relief that we needed as an audience member. All right, so we go to the next day. Zoe and Chris go on a date. Mm. Look, I loved this date. I leave for Byron Monday. I need to know where this bath was. I would love to take the girl I'm taking with me to that bath. Yeah. It was really cute. It was so cute. They had wine in the bath together. You know, they were very cuddly. They looked super comfortable with one another. Zoe said, I didn't think guys like you existed. And Chris said that he was sold on her map. It was very cute. They definitely took a step in their relationship in the right direction. I'm behind them. I'm Team Chris and Zoe. Yeah. Try to change my mind. I bet you can't. Team Chris and Zoe all the way. Like, if they don't win or Aaron and Jess don't win, I'm going to be pretty upset. All right. We're going to push a movement for them. <laughs> all right. So, the challenge was Smooth Operator, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Honestly... This just felt like the producers did not know what to do and they've just slapped something together. But it worked. It worked. I like to see it. Courtney got well and truly into it. She said, I'm good with my hands and gave one heck of a performance. She did. I'm not going to lie. I don't, not a fan of her, but I was a fan of her work. <laughs> and I love nurse outfits. I just love role playing. So I was so about this whole whole challenge. Yeah. Any other standout moments, Matt, for you? Um, apart from that, everyone was just doing their bit she was definitely the standout moment yeah we saw jade pick taku eliza did an amazing job when she stole aaron to do her sexy nurse display or whatever you want to call it on she said lay down like a good boy and i heard the blood is rushing somewhere which jess said was very hard to watch and let well, me it was you. hard for you jess not for me <laughs> It was hard for Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Great Um, call. We then see Jade and Noah have a chat. Courtney can feel a shift in Noah 
And she is starting to look very stressed out, Matt. She is. And we do not look – stress does not look good on you, Courtney. So <laughs> maybe try another emotion. <laughs> yeah. The girls then get a text. They have to steal a boy. We see Jade choose Noah, Matt. Well, there's a few things we need to talk about with this. Jade picks Noah. I, I'm actually – I'm a fan of Jade now. I wasn't when she first walked in, but ever since she said she hasn't kissed a guy in a year – you know me. There's nothing better than that. I, I, I love a girl like that. She just seems super sweet. She mm. seems very down to earth. She doesn't seem like she's going to be causing a lot of drama. She's super chilled out. What I didn't like was when Jade actually apologizes to Courtney and says, look, sorry. And Courtney just doesn't really acknowledge her, which I found super disrespectful. I found Courtney to be not only rude to Jade, she was kind of rude and very sarcastic to Sophie. Like, that's mm. the host. I feel like we need to have a bit more respect. Like, I know the, the monk doesn't come out often. She has four more appearances <laughs> on her contract and, and she's trying to make every single one of them. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, we know what it's like to be in there. We know how intense it is. Very it's intense. fucking it's hard. Like you're pushed to your absolute limits, but that doesn't mean that you can be disrespectful to people. And I think in those moments of high pressure, you really get to see who someone is and it wasn't good for her. And then that leaves Eliza picking Aaron. Interesting call. I like to see where that goes. Yeah. I felt bad for Eliza. She was really upset. She was getting quite emotional I loved it how she pulled Jess for a chat beforehand. That was pretty respectful of her. But again, like n not necessary because like she doesn't owe her anything. But yeah, I thought that Jess handled it really well. But we're going to talk about that in the next episode. All right, Anna. So this is another big episode. We see Mitch and Tina go on a cute little date. Lexi friend zones Hugh, but it's not that easy, is it? <laughs> no. And we have the heart rate challenge, which means the fellas are stripping off. Mm. Okay, Matt, let's jump into this episode. We start by seeing Courtney very salty, but, you know. Oh, I don't give a fuck about what's, Courtney what's anymore. These yeah, days? fucking hell, move on from her. It just feels like we're just focusing on Courtney and how she's just being salty with everyone. I'm sorry, Courtney, if you're listening. <laughs> Hit me up. I'll tell you, like, I'll, I'll apologize, but oh like, <laughs> it's too much. If you're going to say it, at least stick by it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I should probably say it to her face. Okay, moving on. We see Aaron and Jess have a really cute chat. He says that he really appreciates the way she handled herself. He finds her more attractive. And I think he felt that way after seeing how Courtney reacted and really appreciating Jess's calmness in the situation. Nothing more attractive than a reassured, confident woman, I feel. I'm very attracted to that as well. We get it though. Like Courtney's in a way more vulnerable position. Jess is probably getting a lot of reassurance. Mm -hmm. Courtney's probably feeling like, well, where do I stand? And yep. that's not a nice space to be in. It's super anxiety inducing. So I do feel for her there. Limbo land. We then move on to Tina and Mitch going on a date map. So it was a cute date, Mitch and Tina, but no one is laying it on thicker than the fucking producers at the moment. <laughs> we get it. Mitch and Tina are your favourite couple. You want us to vote for them. We get it. We get it. Like, stop <laughs> laying it on so thick. Everyone, don't be suckered in by it. Chris and Zoe are where it's at. So you're not feeling really connected to either of them. I'm not. It, it feels like they're getting forced down our throat to me. Yeah, I With mean, the whole bracelet thing, like... Oh, I thought 
that was so cute. And those bracelets are so in at the moment. I was like, get it, boy. I don't <laughs> think Mitch asked for that bracelet. I think he was given that to give. Probably. Yeah, I just, I see through it, Anna. But look, Mitch said, I care about you so much. That they was seem, cute. They seem to really like each other. I'm really happy for them. They're not my favorite couple, but like, you know, they seem to be moving in the right direction if they're both being genuine which it looks like they are, then, you know, I'm happy for them and hopefully that this can last longer than just the villa. Let's hope so. Okay, Hugh feels like Lexi isn't giving him a lot. I'm feeling for Hugh because Ben was in the same position, but Hugh decides to take matters into his own hands and he hires the boys to help him out, Matt, and it comes crumbling down like a ton of bricks. Let's talk about this. All right, so it could not have happened at a more awkward time. I'll <laughs> give it to the boys. Their performance was elite. It was good. It was unreal. Boys. It was really good. <laughs> but timing-wise, it was not good. And the awkwardness between Lexi and him afterwards, it was cringe. Yeah, Lexi said she wasn't feeling a spark with him And then in came the performance and it just did not fly. Good on you, Hugh. At least you gave it a go. You gave it a red hot crack. Okay, so that leaves us with the heart rate challenge. Mm. Great performance this year by all the lads. Who was your standout with the strip show? Look, I just feel like you can't go past Taku rolling into those splits. Like, (laughs) it's just a lot. And, like, the way he was dancing and all the girls, like, he was really, like, pulling out some moves. Okay, Anna, I know you didn't have a Fitbit on, but who got (laughs) your heart rate up, do you think, the most? I Look, it would have to be between Noah and Taku, I'd say. Was that on their performance or whose outfit was your favourite? Where's your head at? I mean, I, I think Taku was the winner for me, but the winner of the heart rate challenge in the villa was Hugh the tradie. He made all the girls' heart rates beat very fast and he was the winner. All right, so we finished the episode with Courtney and Noah having a chat. I swear I heard where's your head at, I reckon, about (laughs) six times. If you were playing along with Anna, the drinking game, you would have been as pissed as Anna was (laughs) because there was a lot of where's your head at in that chat. Yeah, look, Courtney's now really laying it on thick. She's feeling very insecure. And look, Noah just said to her he's not really sure who is vibing. Is it Jade? Is it Courtney? He's kind of playing her at his own game and uh, look, it's working. Both the girls want him and Noah's looking like the dark horse. Let's jump in to find out what happens. Okay, Matt, we see Noah finally make a decision. Lexi and Jade are dumped and we have our first couple of the season. Get excited. Let's jump in. All right, so we start off with Taku and Chris having a chat and Chris makes it known to Taku that he wants to ask Zoe to be his girlfriend. Oh, my God, Matt. This was so exciting for me as a viewer. You know, we've seen both of them just grow and grow and grow. Their heads haven't been turned since they've met. I feel like it's super genuine. They're super comfortable with one another and, ugh, what an amazing moment. It was. So Taku loves a bit of me time, somehow makes it about himself, sets <laughs> up a treasure hunt for Zoe to go on and it leads her to Chris sitting under the big woody on the swing where he asks her to be his girlfriend. Very heart-moving moment, wasn't it? You mean very heartwarming? Yeah, I mean, I, it was cute. That's all I'm going to say. Matt, Matt's heart was moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so happy for them. 
I think that them becoming official was the right time for them and I'm so glad that they're the first couple to become official. It's not going to surprise me that if in the coming episodes we see more of that, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that Mitch is going to make it official. I'm thinking Aaron might make it official. Let's have our fingers crossed because we want more of this. All right. So after that, we move on to a game where they have to decide whether what they're saying is fact or fiction. Mm. The biggest standout for me was Michaela saying that she'd slept with someone for a year while they had a girlfriend. It was her friend. It was her friend. And her story to back it up had so many plot holes. It, <laughs> I was Matt like, wasn't believing it for a second. I wasn't. I was like, hang on, wait, she's your family friend. You didn't know she had. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even want to get myself into that story because I was so confused. I left more confused than I entered that story. Yeah, look, that was not the vibe I got from her. Obviously, they were kind of used to be friends. They were more like acquaintances now, but still, like, come on. That was not a good look for her. I don't know if she should have been admitting to that. Off topic, but the guy must have made it really well for a year for someone not to know that you have a girlfriend. Yeah, far out. How did he pull that off? It's with social media. Slippery, slidey guy. With social media these days, how do you even get away with that, my friend? Yeah, We also heard that Aaron spent 2K on a date. Have you ever spent 2K on a date, Matt? (laughs) Not a first date. Definitely not a first date. I wonder what... Any date? No. I haven't even spent... You make me pay for lunch. <laughs> but it was it's not a date, Anna. Well, I it, mean, yeah. If well, it was a date. It's not a date, but it's still. It's still. <laughs> Look, I want to know who this girl was and I want to know how he justifies 2K, where it went afterwards or where it had been before even because $2,000 on a first date, <laughs> uh, he better hope he was getting lucky. Yeah. Look, let's move on to Noah, Matt, because – The story at the moment is the love triangle and Noah is pulling Jade for a chat, saying he's confused, Courtney for a chat, saying he's confused. These girls are getting pretty sick of this. They're like, enough is enough. Make a decision. Courtney pulls in for a chat. She's at her wits end and you can see it all over her face. She's exhausted from that villa. She is. She just wants to know where... Noah's head is at, thank you, and we're going to find out later on. So I'm excited to find out. Yeah, so we get told as the monk comes in. Yes, the return of the monk. The return of the monk. Two appearances in one week. Fuck her contract. Yeah, lucky us. There are no more singles coming. So we are getting to the nitty-gritty end. We only have one more week to go of Love Island Season 3. And the final couples are Chris and Zoe, Jess and Aaron, Mitch and Tina, Taku and Michaela, Hugh and Eliza, Noah and Courtney. So he's picked Courtney, which, (laughs) bro, come on. Mm, Let's really talk about this. What on earth, as a viewer, we were led to believe that Jade and Noah were just super cute He was off Courtney. He couldn't trust her. Is it that he has feelings for her or is he being strategic, Matt? I feel like he may have had more time with Courtney. Maybe he got a better connection with her. I don't know about strategic. Maybe he thinks that when he went in, people loved Courtney. But, I mean, I don't know. who is he playing the game? Is everyone playing the game? Is that a question that we have to ask ourselves when we watch this show? Definitely. But we'll see where it goes. 
Yeah, it's just hard. Like, I really felt like there was a connection with Jade. But Noah's chose Courtney. At least the girls can sleep easy at night. One thing I have to bring up is when Jade obviously got the bad news that he was picking Courtney, she was so humble, so gracious, so kind, which we did not see from Courtney Mm -hmm. earlier. Courtney was like, this is a piss take. This is fucked. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, I feel like your reactions to things is so important and I think Jade really held herself well and she has a lot to be proud of. She should keep her head held high after that. Yeah, she didn't get a fair chance and we were very sad to see her go. Who we weren't so sad to see go was Lexi after Hugh picked Eliza. (laughs) Now, I loved Lexi. I know that you're not a fan because of Ben and I totally understand that. But she was such an amazing character in there. She was a big character to the villa she this year. She brought a lot to the villa. And honestly, unfortunately, she wasn't going to fake it. And I respect Lexi for that. It's another one of those things where a douchebag fucks over a girl and she's not the same for a while after. <laughs> Is that what you think happens? <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, guys, we have one more week left. Matt and I are going to be going live for the last episode from Byron Bay. We can't wait to bring you our final episode. Stay tuned, guys. And we have some more exciting news, guys. Where's Your Head At Season 2 is dropping Wednesday, the 24th of November. Put that in your calendars, your time trees, write it in your journals. (laughs) Save that date, set an alarm, because I know we're excited as you are. Wednesdays at 6 a.m. is our new drop time, guys. Get excited. This season is going to be even more juicy, even better, and we have some very exciting guests so keep your eyes out until next time bye bye